guys, and welcome back to another episode of Feed and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a brain coach, and this episode is brought to you by my Brain Mastery Academy, where we teach all the tools, all the brain tools you can use to help your brain to do its absolute best so you can reach any goal, anything you set out for yourself in the realm of possible in the physical universe, your brain can help you to achieve if you have the right tools. Because brain is the most sophisticated, officially and confirmed sophisticated, most sophisticated machine in the entire universe. And we kind of haven't been given the manual yet, just bits and pieces here and there emerging from the neuroscience research. And so in Brain Master Academy, we teach all these tools that we already possess. You know, the knowledge is out there, but just not evenly distributed. So we teach all these tools so you can have a motivated, focused, driven, not distracted, not anxious, not overwhelmed and fatigued to brain, but instead confidence, energized, motivated, focused, and achieving kind of brain. Right, so check out mybrainmastery.com, mybrainmastery.com. That's where mybrainmastery.com will. That's where Brain Mastery Academy lives. Check it out. And today, guys, today you're going to learn what's burnout. You know, hear this word word so much, burnout, burnout. You know, people are burning out. People are quitting because they are burned out. Um, Burnout. Today you're going to learn what it is and how you can prevent it and how burnout is actually good for you. So let's just start with that. Burnout is actually good for you. It's your brain's system of making sure that you don't run out of resources and die, literally. In our natural world, all natural systems have certain capacities, even all natural systems, like there is no perpetual mobility, there is no eternal engine that works all the time, even machine breaks, right? Actually, natural systems are more resilient compared to their artificial counterparts. They require less maintenance, quite self-sustaining, and when given the conditions, they are resilient, they bounce back, then they get back to balance, right? So natural system, but just like any other system or mechanism, and the body, the brain, we are biological machines, right? Just like any other system in natural world, be that a tree, an animal, our earth, our mother earth, all natural systems have their um, limited resources. And if a an organism, a machine, uh, doesn't figure out how to spread these resources and use them uh, in a manageable and sustainable way, then what's going to happen? The system going to, step by step, time after time, you know, months after months, year after year, the system going to wear out and die destroy itself, vanish. So the same happens to human beings. Now, nobody's getting younger and we are getting older and we all seems to be dying. You know, nobody invented immortality yet. You know, I'm hopeful. I want to live to 1,000 years young and, and longer. But for now, we are all dying. We are accumulating damage and we are still dying, right? Scientists trying to figure out why it's exactly happening. What can we do to manage it better? Um, but we can die faster with more health complications, with more energy complications, feeling more fatigued, tired, and kind of old sooner. 
We can do it sooner or we can do it later when we learn how to manage our resources better and replenish them in a more effective manner. Now, your dopamine system, that is actually the cause of your burnout. I believe, even though I don't think a lot of research has been done in this area, but from all the research I've accumulated, all the articles, all the experts that I read, uh, that I listened to, it seems that dopamine system is the one that causes our burnout. And why people are burned out these days uh, more than they used to be in all this, you're going to learn about that uh, in a moment. Your dopamine system, the one that causes burnout, uh, one of the purpose of those of that system is to be a some sort of measurement system of your resources. It makes sure it, that you don't overextend resources and just die, right? It makes sure that you spread your resources, that you manage your internal resource, energy, and other resources in a in a wiser manner. So you can go longer, you know, you have like 100 years at least to live. So you need to be able to manage resources, not just spend them in in one day and just keep running, 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 and then just fall and die. No, that's why we need sleep. That's why we need a lot of recovery to keep going long term. That's how we kind of design. So your dopamine system, the one that causes burnout, it's the system that makes you go. Dopamine, molecule of motivation, of drive, of pursuit, of getting after rewards. And obviously, all those things, that require energy. Every time you are in pursuit of something, you are spending your energy. And so the more you use this system, the more energy you are spending. And that system, the dopamine system, is designed, it seems to be designed in a way that the more you use it, it's kind of like a signal that the more energy you are using, and probably you'll need to rest soon the more you use the system, right? In an ideal, in natural world, actually, it would work pretty well because everything that we were pursuing would usually give us a reward and will help us to replenish resources. Now, in the world of constant stimulation, where your dopamine system is being used not for its purpose, but for checking your social media and being happy about that, and you, we kind of broke the natural cycle of what dopamine system pursuit of rewards, of resources was designed for, and now we're using for all kinds of different stuff from social media to drugs. Now you bring out the same the system and your system still gets down-regulated and that's where you experience burnout or basically a loss of drive to pursue anything. And that means a loss of enthusiasm for life. Because realize, guys, that when you are enthusiastic about something, let me check this out. I'm curious about that. Let me go into enthusiasm makes you spend more energy. When people are depressed, when we are in blue moods, not necessarily depressed, but when we are on a lower mood, we're less likely to take action. When you're not in a mood, what happens? You tend to do less. Right? That's what happens. And when somebody asks you, do you want to do that? Like, oh, I'm not in the mood. Right? 
And what happens? You save energy. So one of the ways for your brain to make you spend less energy is downregulate your mood. So um, there are actually quite a lot of theories about why depression happens. And one of those theories is that's because you don't have internal resources to keep going and your brain kind of one reason or the other downregulates your mood. So you don't go out and don't waste your resources. But let's get back to burnout. Why burnout happens? It has to do with your dopamine system that makes you go. Now, when you overuse that system for um, other pursuits that are meaningless and that are just stimulatory, but don't bring any reward, and don't create any goal pursuit type of action. You still use the same system. You use it, you use it, you use it. And the signal gets back to your brain. Ah, the system is overstimulated. We are probably in pursuit of a lot of things and have been for a while and have been spending a lot of energy. Let us downregulate that thing. So you have no drive to do anything, not uh, to be excited about anything. So you sit down, chill the F out and restore your resources, right? And that's when burnout happens. Burnout, what is burnout? It's basically when you wake up and you're like, I don't feel like doing anything. I have no energy to do anything. You might have physical energy, but your brain gives you the signal that you have no energy. And I'm not excited. I'm cranky. I'm not like just, you know, my mood is down, everything. Then you literally cannot make yourself do anything. You know, really severe cases of burnout. People can't even make themselves any food. It's kind of like almost depression. Um, and why happens? Again, your dopamine system being overstimulated for no good reason and you burn out. Sometimes, of course, the system is being overstimulated by action, and you've just been doing so much, and you've been you know, pursuing one project, another project, and you haven't really been resting. And so your dopamine system has the official right to tell you, you need to rest. And that's why we're going to turn the light off and make you chill the app out and just sit and restore, replenish your resources, right? So that's what burnout is all about. It's your failure-proof system. So again, you don't run out there and run and run and run, and then one day you fall and die. Now, if you use a lot of stimulants, you can overcome that natural um, anti-fail system, and then you just keep pushing, 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 and then you you can die and you can have a heart attack or a stroke or something else, right? So if you allow the burnout to take its place, what's going to happen is all of your system is going to be restored and you're going to be running happy and excited in no time. So burnout actually helps you to live longer and go longer and manage your resources wisely. Now, of course, we don't want to be running, running, and then all of a sudden we burn out and we feel like doing nothing. It's you know, being in that mood, not excited, not positive about anything. It's really like not pleasant place to be. And so not that, not to allow that to happen. We need to be proactive and use breaks, use days off, use our social media responsibly and other things that stimulate dopamine, things like, uh, super exciting foods with a lot of sugar and flavors. In general, processed foods seem to stimulate dopamine system uh, in an unnatural way. Or gaming, or kind of recreational drugs, or too much loud music, or just too much go, 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 right? We need to get take a break from that. 
here's what I found works from most people, especially hardworking people. This is like your non-negotiable chill out time, recipe, routine that you cannot skip if you want to keep going. If you want to do something every day, sometimes you're going to be more enthusiastic, sometimes less. But if you want to avoid total burnout, when you can, when you literally cannot make yourself to get off bed and make yourself food, even chewing food sometimes feels like a lot of work. If you don't want to ever end up in this place that takes quite a lot of time to recover from, then you got to manage your energy better and be more proactive. You know, there is no free lunch in biology. If you keep going, 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 one day something going to fall, something going to fail, right? So what works? What I found works for a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of driven people. What is non-negotiable for them? And also after reading a lot of literature um, about recovery and being certified as an integrative health coach, um, deep health coach, here is what works for human beings. Number one, each week, take a day uh, a day off. That is not just off from work. That is lazy day. I like to call them lazy because I want to give you a bad idea. That is the day when you don't plan some parties, when you don't plan super difficult, exciting trips and you have to think about every detail, maybe prepare your family members, um, your your kids, your spouses, whatever that might be, right? It's a chill day. It's a lazy day when you wake up and even if you do absolutely nothing, nothing will go wrong. You got to have that day. And for me, it's been hard to make this day happen. But that's what we need to allow dopamine system to rest. Because dopamine system, remember, is the system that makes you push, go, plan, achieve. And if, for example, you take day off from work, but you have to do the cleaning, you have to take your kids to some event, you have to plan a, I don't know, family trip, you, you have to do a lot of planning for the next week. Like It's not rest. It's not rest from the perspective of your dopamine system. You need to chill. And also, if you decided to party, 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 and just play a lot of stimulating video games and eat a lot of junk food and watch a lot of stimulating videos, that is also not day off for your dopamine system. That's why a lot of people have days off, but then they are exhausted half of the week still. Because that is not a day off. A day off when you chill. When you... Go to the beach and stare in the horizon for an indefinite period of time. When you walk in nature slowly, you just go and walk and observe things and people. You don't rush. You know, nobody's chasing you. Just look at things like the wondrous kid who, for whom everything is interesting, but not anything specifically, like not purposeful pursuit. That's what you want to understand. You just got to chill. Do everything slowly. If you decide to cook, just allow yourself to chill, not be perfect. Don't do any complicated recipes that make you stress out about not getting it right. If you want to read a book, read a book, but don't make yourself study a whole encyclopedia, right? Um, That's from my personal experience, and I'm like, day off, let me read a whole book the whole day. No, day off is about chilling. So that is number one. Have at least one day a week that is a lazy day. That again, do nothing. That's the idea. If you want to spend the whole day in bed, that you have my permission as a brain coach's permission. The second thing, in your days, have breaks. 
I always prescribe three breaks. It's not so much breaks because break is in the middle of the day, but at the beginning of your day, have 30 minutes for you time. When you're not rushing, not engaged in social media, just do you. You know, take a good shower. Just drink your coffee slowly. You can take 30 minutes. You can have an hour if you need, you know, more morning time. But just, you know, start your day with this dopamine chill out time on a slow note. Then you can switch on your go, go, go. You do the exercise, you do the cold shower, etc. But the morning starts slow. In the middle of the day, also take at least 30 minutes when you're not on social media, when you are unreachable, when you nobody can call you, when nobody, nobody can email you, you're not solving any problems. Just eat food, look into the horizon, maybe go for a walk, right? 30 minutes, one hour. And then at the end of the day, also have that buffer of time. Before bed, just breathe. Not engage with the world, just rest. 30 minutes before going to bed, right? And then, of course, sleep is a priority. Eight, nine hours of sleep for high performance. Eight, nine hours, no less than that. So that's your daily burnout prevention prescription. And the last one, it's about your work, how you do it. When you're constantly switching between tasks, it actually takes a lot of brain resources, your dopamine resources and other resources. So... What a lot of people noticed, <clears throat> people who are high performing, that if they do similar tasks that they batch and they don't switch back and forth, but instead take a task and work on it for two, three hours, or take the email as one task and just work on your emails for a couple of hours, right? When people don't constantly switch, they find that they have much more energy during the day, at the end of the day, they don't feel exhausted. So don't, don't task switch. Chunk things. Like put your emails in one chunk, maybe, you know, one big chunk, one a little bit uh, smaller chunk at the end of the day. Uh, Put your uh, writing in one chunk, put your calls in one chunk, just badge them, similar task. And when you work on one task, just work on one task. And don't check your phone all the time. It's task switching. Plus, your phone has this capacity. It's not trust. On your break, never use your phone. It's using the same dopamine system. You're highly engaged. You're highly focused. Your phone isn't resting your brain. It can be causing your burnout further. What I recommend for the phone, even if you work on your phone, unless, of course, you know, your work is support and you has to be on call, but then, you know, be on call, not on call and doing a bunch of other things. Uh, for what I, I recommend for phone management is dedicate specific times, let's say every two hours or every three hours, depending on the kind of work you do, on how, you know, often you need to be connected. If you have the time when you know people might be contacting you, then try to, like, Put those all of those contacts in the first part of the day. What I noticed, a lot of high performance are more available in the morning. It's like before the beginning of the work day of getting things done, they are available, they are ready to reply, to connect, etc. And then they're not available. And then you'll hear from them at the end of the day, right? That's how most people, how most high performing people do it, because they understand how social media is destructive to your performance, to your productivity, and how it is also affecting affecting your mental fatigue, your burnout, your possible burnout, right? So schedule social media and leave your phone without sounds, without notifications. And again, if you are expecting a call, then turn it on at that time and then turn it back 
all. You kind of like want to design your day so you have this big chunks of time when you are dedicating to one specific task and then you have, you know, some time for things like social media calls and then you have your rest, your break, disconnected from anything and then again you have the big chunk and once you start practicing that, you'll be amazed by how much more energy you have throughout the day, at the end of the day, and even on the weekends. Um, a lot of burnout, it's not because you are spending a lot of energy. It's because you are using your cognitive resources unwisely, right? It's kind of like if I were to give you a lot of money and you were just to go out and spend all of them on really meaningless stuff at the same time, even though you might... Um, be much, much, much better if you distribute it, spending on the things that really matter to you, right? Like distribute that budget wisely. So the same as your cognitive resources. If I give, uh, you usually have like kind of the same amount. And if I give it to you and you just waste it on all the meaningless stuff, like checking social media, switching between tasks, thinking about uh, all the decisions that you shouldn't be making in the first place, that you, you know, should make a decision once and just stick with that, for for a lot of uh, daily activities, so you, I kind of giving you all th- this big budget of cognitive resources and energy, mental energy, and you're just wasting it on the meaningless stuff, and then you are surprised why you don't have energy on the important things. Uh, it all comes from the same source, guys. You are one thing. Uh, all the resources are coming from the same source, and then uh, let's talk a little bit about our parents, our grandparents, why they didn't have that problem that much? Well, because most of their stuff was one task. You would go to work and you would do your work. You wouldn't have your social media. You wouldn't have your phone. And then at the end of the day, you come back home and, you know, you do your errands and you spend time with family, etc. It was kind of unitasking by default. That's why they didn't experience all that burnout. Whereas us, it's like, let me do this, this and that. And then I reply to this message and that message. And then think about that and make 100 decisions here and there and there. And of course, we have the same resources as our parents did. But now the demands change. But it doesn't mean that you should just disconnect and, you know, ban social media. No, just use it in a way that is supportive to your nervous system and your brain. That's it for today. I've been rumbling for for a long time. Let's recap. So your anti-burnout, so you don't just run, 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 and then crash, right? Run, 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 and crash for an undefined period of time. So to prevent that and be in a more steady, peace, fashion, movement towards your goal, what you want to do, one day a week, lazy day, meaning nothing. Like literally allow yourself to be lazy and inefficient in everything. Don't make anything that feels, don't do anything that feels like work. Now, every day in the morning, have at least 30 minutes of just you time, chill, start it slow. 30 minutes at the end of the day, the same, right? Eight hours of sleep. And then in the middle of the day also, allow yourself to restore some of those resources, digest your food, think about the higher, the uh, more uh, inspirational stuff, allow your brain to wander. And unitask. And also manage your social media. Dedicate specific times to when you answer to emails, to calls, etc. And then focus on one task at a time. Batch things. You know, these are my email hours. These are my calling hours. These are my social media creation uh, content hours, etc. 
And you'll be surprised by how much more energy you're going to have available for the important things and how more excited about life and people you're going to become. You're going to feel curious again, like you're interested in so many things. Curiosity comes when you have additional resources available to explore those curiosities. If your brain feels like you have no resources and you are overstimulated already, you're going to have zero curiosity and you're going to learn that much less and you're not going to go in life all that far. That's it for today, guys. If you have any questions about burnout, burnout prevention, any specific questions in your situation, in your life and business and Oh, in your situation, in with your problem, with your issue, please reach out, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com or on Instagram at 1000yearyoung. Um, check out our mybrainmastery.com and the websites in general where I put the information about retreats and everything that's coming, blogs, podcasts, etc. that I do, my writing, my videos, Stay tuned, share this episode, you know, screenshot it, share on your Instagram, anywhere you'd like. If you found this episode useful, if you'd like more people to know about this, please share, please review on iTunes. It seems to be the only place where you can review podcasts. So share, review, let's spread anti-burnout lifestyle. Let's all be happy and passionately curious about the world. So we make the world a better place for everyone. Thank you guys. Stay curious and not burning out. And I'll talk to you very soon.